This is an audio version of a Scottish Government document, Fair Work Action Plan. Executive Summary Fair work is for everyone. The right to just and favourable conditions of work, including pay, is established in the United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights, and as such, the Scottish Government's commitment to fair work is central to our economic strategy. Our vision, shared with the Fair Work Convention, is by 2025, people in Scotland will have a world-leading working life where fair work drives success, well-being and prosperity for individuals, businesses, organisations and society. This means better fair work outcomes for all, as well as specific improvements in the experience of work and the workplace for women, disabled people and racialised minorities. We are making progress in achieving our vision. The disability employment gap is 31.2 percentage points, the lowest it has been since our baseline year in 2016, when it was 37.4 percentage points. The latest 2022 gender pay gap figures for full-time employees, 3.7%, show that we are still outperforming the UK as a whole, 8.3%, and have been since 2003. The pay gap for all employees, 12.2%, is also below the UK gap, 14.9%, and has been since 1997. And Scotland has over 2,900 accredited real living wage employers, which is proportionally five times as many as in the rest of the UK. However, evidence tells us there is more to do. Only 35% of those on the lowest salaries say they can keep up with bills and credit commitments without any difficulties. 61% of employees are reporting some levels of overwork, with 14% of employees saying they work 15 or more hours a week more than they would like to. 29% of employees feel their work impacts negatively on their mental health, with 24% reporting negative impacts on their physical health. Disabled people still experience an employment rate that is 31.2 percentage points lower than that of non-disabled people. The unemployment rate for minority ethnic people was estimated at 6.5% compared to 3.8% for white people, and there has been no sustained progress to reduce this disparity over recent years. The median gender pay gap for full-time employees in Scotland has increased from 3.0% in 2021 to 3.7% in 2022. This is still below the gap of 7.2% in 2019, and so continues the longer-term downward trend seen prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, but there is further to go. The median gender pay gap for all employees in Scotland increased from 11.2% in 2021 to 12.2% in 2022. This is below the gap of 14.4% in 2019, and so also continues the longer-term downward trend seen prior to COVID-19 pandemic. The gap remains high when full-time and part-time employees are combined, as more women work in lower-paid part-time jobs. In 2022, although women make up 50.9% of all employees who are 18 or over in Scotland, they account for 61.2% of employees who are 18 or over, earning below the real living wage. Achieving our vision is a journey which demands a continuing culture and value shift in our approach to work and workplaces. 
EU exit, COVID and the ongoing cost of living crisis are placing huge burdens on business and individuals, especially for women and those living with multiple inequalities, including racially minoritized women and disabled women. The cost of doing business has increased dramatically, with consequential costs passing to consumers and customers. This can exacerbate existing structural inequalities in the labor market and hinder our progress to become a leading fair work nation. It has long been advocated that tackling inequality supports economic growth. People in unequal societies are unable to live up to their potential, which can cause weaker demand today and lower growth in the future. Evidence from the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development and the International Monetary Fund suggests that income inequality has a large and significant negative impact on economic growth and can harm the pace and sustainability of economic growth. Evidence from McKinsey indicates that companies in the top quartile for gender diversity on executive teams were 25% more likely to experience above-average profitability. In the case of ethnic and cultural diversity, they found that the most diverse companies outperformed the least diverse companies by 36% in terms of profitability. Fair work is underpinned by the principles of equity and equality of opportunity for all. We know, however, that structural barriers persist in and beyond our labour market, and not everyone benefits from the same opportunities. Systemic racism, disabilism, sexism and ageism are still a real experience for many people. Stereotyping is one of the mechanisms that create inequity from an early age and drives occupational segregation that moves people into certain industrial sectors or limits expectations of what some groups of people can achieve. For example, women are often driven into sectors with lower pay, for example, social care and retail, as these sectors provide part-time positions that facilitate a woman's traditional role as primary carer in a household. Disabled people are often portrayed as passive recipients of care, rather than active contributors to our communities and economy, which limits employment opportunities. People from racialized minorities are often stereotyped as people with low levels of literacy or educational attainment, which can impact on their employment opportunities. Unless these mechanisms are addressed, inequity will continue to exist and will continue to show gaps in pay and employment. The persistence of such gaps reflects the fact that inequalities are deeply embedded in our society, permeating throughout our social structures and institutions. Accessing and sustaining fair work can be even harder for people who face intersecting inequalities. For example, disabled, racialized minorities or women over 50. This is why we have taken an intersectional approach to this refreshed action plan seeking to ensure the actions being taken can benefit as many people as possible and level the playing field for those most disadvantaged by inequality. Full employment powers would support the drive towards an inclusive, fair, well-being economy that works for everyone in Scotland. This would mean a better, fairer working life, including improved access to flexible working, which provides flexibility for many workers, especially women, who try to balance care or health responsibilities with work, greater job security through strengthened workplace rights, and, if you are a young person, the same minimum wage as everybody else.
the Scottish Government will do all it can within devolved powers to promote and embed fair and inclusive working practices. Our approach is built on collaboration, engagement and using our wider powers and strategic influence to put fair work at the heart of our economic and social programme, driving a just transition to a net-zero well-being economy. The Scottish Government will continue to press the UK Government to adopt a fair work approach to employment reforms and oppose any regression of employment and trade union rights. This includes continuing to urge the UK Government to improve statutory provisions on pay and leave for parents, including maternity and paternity pay, shared parental leave and introduce paid miscarriage leave and improve protections from sexual harassment. We will also lobby the UK Parliament for key changes to reserve legislation to address racialized systemic inequality, including mandating employers to report their ethnicity pay gap. Using the levers we have available, to date we have increased the number of accredited real living wage employers from 14 in 2014 to over 2,900 in 2022. That's proportionally five times as many as in the rest of the UK. Over 59,000 workers have seen a pay rise as a result of their employer gaining accreditation. Outperformed the UK as a whole on the full-time median gender pay gap since 2003 and the overall median pay gap since 1997. Reduced the disability employment gap to its lowest level since our 2016 baseline year, ensuring we are on course to meet the target of it being halved to 18.7 percentage points by 2038. Attached Fair Work First criteria to some £4 billion of public funding since 2019. This includes criteria to create more diverse and inclusive workplaces. Progressed Fair Work in Procurement. In October 2021, we started routinely mandating payment of the real living wage in Scottish Government procurement contracts. In May 2022, we published updated statutory guidance under the Procurement Reform Scotland Act 2014 to reflect this change and the extension of Fair Work First criteria to include specific reference to provision of flexible working and of no use of fire and rehire practices. We have developed model invitation to tender questions to make it easier for public bodies to mandate the real living wage in relevant contracts. As committed to in the Butte House Agreement, we have announced the introduction of a requirement for the recipients of public sector grants to pay at least the real living wage and provide appropriate effective voice channels. Fair work must be at the core of the approach any employer takes, not only to address inequalities, but also to maximise the opportunities presented by a fairly rewarded, healthy, diverse and inclusive workforce. Central to this is providing effective voice. Security of pay and benefits, health, safety and well-being, quality job design and work-life balance all have a positive impact on productivity. We will work with industry leadership groups, employee representatives, trade unions and other partners to expand the voice of Scotland's workers, encouraging employers to offer appropriate effective voice channels support strong trade unions and promote collective bargaining, particularly in underrepresented sectors. Building on the mapping exercise the Scottish Trade Unions Congress
commissioned in 2021. Continue to increase the proportion of people earning at least the real living wage, currently 91% of employees, and build upon 2021-22 success of 696 newly accredited employers and 7,613 employees uplifted to real living wage. We will continue to encourage employers to seek real living wage and living hours accreditation, including a targeted approach to low-paid sectors of the economy. Continue to apply fair work conditionality to as much of our public spending as we can, within the limits on devolved competence. Reduce the gender pay gap in Scotland by the end of this parliamentary term, May 2026, and maintain, or where possible, improve our position relative to the UK as a whole and our international neighbours. At least half the disability employment gap by 2038 to 18.7 percentage points from the 2016 baseline of 37.4 percentage points. Improve labour market outcomes for racially minoritised people and increase the number and impact of actions taken forward by employers to address racial inequality, as set out in our new strategy, A Fairer Scotland for All, Anti-Racist Employment Strategy. This refreshed action plan brings together and takes forward our existing work to drive fair work practices across the labour market and reduce the gender pay gap and disability employment gap and sits alongside our new anti-racist employment strategy. It draws on the conclusions from our Fair Work Nation consultation as well as extensive engagement with stakeholders on the actions needed to realise our vision. The Scottish Government will continue to provide leadership as an employer and through our policies, including applying conditionality to public sector investment. The transformative power and potential of the public sector through embedding fair work practices is clear. In 2022, there were 594,700 people employed in the public sector in Scotland, over a fifth, 22.1% of Scotland's total employment. Public spending in Scotland in 2021-22 alone was over £99 billion. Public sector funding should leverage wider community and societal benefits, supporting a sustainable economic recovery and a successful well-being economy over the long term. In addition, this action plan asks employers right across Scotland to play their part, while setting out what support is available to help them realise the benefits of fair, diverse and inclusive workplace practices. The plan includes actions to support people in preparing for, accessing and sustaining fair work, especially for people most disadvantaged in the labour market. Importantly, the plan focuses on making fair work the norm across all sectors of Scotland's economy and how we will continue to build on the evidence base to demonstrate the intrinsic value of a fair work approach. The Fair Work Action Plan is organised into five sections, each with headline actions. Public sector and the role of leadership. We will lead by example on the Fair Work Agenda, including sharing and learning of practice, by 2025. We will continue to embed Fair Work in all public sector organisations, setting out clear priorities in the roles and responsibilities of public bodies. We will continue to use conditionality to further embed fair work in public sector investment wherever possible. Our ask of employers and support available. 
Working with partners, we will support employers to utilise the resources and support available to embed fair work in their organisations. We will work collaboratively to develop these resources to support and build capability among employers, employability providers and partners. Support for people to prepare for, access and sustain fair work. We will work collaboratively with key partners to develop resources to support workers to access, remain and progress in fair work. Making fair work the norm. We will work collaboratively across government with employers and partners to promote and embed fair work practices across the Scottish economy. Building on the evidence base. We will continue to build on and review the evidence base to identify and address barriers to fair work. We have also set out how we will monitor and report on our progress in taking forward actions to ensure they are contributing to our strategic aims, including the Fair Work and Business National Outcome in our National Performance Framework. In addition, we have also published supporting annexes, which provide a full list of actions, an overview of actions from the previous individual action plans and those supporting delivery of the new anti-racist employment strategy, and detail of fair work-related actions being taken forward by other areas in the Scottish Government. The action plan has been informed by the following impact assessments. Business and Regulatory Impact Assessment, BRIA. Equality Impact Assessment, EQIA. Child Rights and Wellbeing Impact Assessment, CRWIA. Data Protection Impact Assessment, Ferris Scotland Duty Assessment, FSDA. Islands Communities Impact Assessment, ICIA. Strategic Environment Assessment, SEA. These assessments will be kept under review, with new data analysed and continued stakeholder engagement planned for post-publication, to ensure we improve the evidence base for continuous learning and development, to monitor the impact of the strategy on workers, employers and wider context in which they operate. End of recording.